Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to episode 49, with tonight's topic being Weight of the World. So, weight of the world. So the uh, inspiration for tonight is kind of eh, had a little bit to do with, um, actually quite a bit to do, I guess, with the uh, long ass interview process that my wife just went through, and um, you know, with that restaurant she was trying to get in with, trying to actually make a, a job change that would have actually been quite a quite a step up from. Where she's at now, she's really excited about it. It's gonna be um, go from like you know getting paid hourly, um, getting paid biweekly, to getting paid weekly and getting a salary of at least probably double what she's making at the current place. And they, they, I mean, it was like a two month long. That's one of the things that's kind of annoying that I do not like, like really long interview processes. You know where companies will. You, know, you get interviewed. All right, cool. We're gonna bring it back in for another interview. You know, they schedule it. You come back in. You interview. You go, okay, cool. Yeah, that's really well. Want to bring it back in? They interview someone else. You know, you come back in. You talk to the next person. You know, and every they, you know, every week you talk to someone else for four or five. Like, three. I, I think the longest I've had, I think I had four, like three or four interviews with one place. And I, on the by, up to the last interview that I, you know, I think it was like the fourth one. I felt pretty good. I mean, everything seemed like it was going well. I don't even remember what the job was. It was like, I think it was like um, at a uh, university, and it was like a, a pretty high-paying position. I was qualified for it. I don't even remember what it was, though. but it was like something in their um, one of their computer areas. I guess I have no idea. I don't even remember. But uh, I know it was it was paying. I think the current job I was at was like ten bucks, ten or twelve bucks an hour, and I think this one was paying like twenty or twenty-five or something. You know, and didn't need any uh, college education for it. Didn't need any certain like specific qualifications or whatever. I got made it all the way to the, the third or fourth interview, or whatever, and basically, you know, after the fourth interview, like, all right, cool, we'll be in touch, blah blah blah. Very cool. You know, and I'm like, how many more? Is, how many more interviews are there? And they're like, well, you know, we'll, we'll we have like, we'll, you know, we gotta like, talk to my colleagues, and we'll get back to you, blah blah blah. You know, the other management, and see where we're gonna go from here. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then, so I made the mistake <laughs> at the job I was currently working at, which is a, a security, a security job, I think. Um, I went ahead and I, I'd, I'd already, I made the mistake of putting in notice. You know, give, give, going ahead, giving them, you know, two weeks figure that I wanted to be, because I figured I'm, you know, it's a sure thing. I should be, I should be, you know, I want to be ready for when they call and say, yeah, when can you start? And I'd be like, well, I can start Monday or whatever. But I, I gave two notice and like half, like literally two thirds of the way through my two week notice, they, um, I got a call. I had literally, I had like, I think I had four days left of my notice. I got a call basically saying, well, we decided to go a different direction. I was like, what? 
shit, okay, you know? So at that point, I was kind of in that state, like, do I cancel my notice and stay? Like, will they let me stay? Or do I go ahead and leave? And I, you know, I did, I kind of, because of embarrassment and, you know, pride, you know, I didn't say anything to my employer. I just worked up the last couple of days of my notice, and then I started putting in applications for other places. Because I was like, well, I don't really want to... I felt like I'd be going back to my current job with my tail between my legs, basically saying, well, it didn't work out. I want to stay. And I was like, yeah, that would look bad, because basically you're saying, well, I'm leaving. But actually, never mind. Can I stay? So I went ahead and left, and I found another security job at a, like another location. It was like That one was at a... Another university somewhere in uh, that town we lived in in Iowa. Pretty, pretty good, pretty good gig. It wasn't too bad, but I, I kind of learned from that. Like, yeah, do not give notice until you have, um, you know, until you have something lined up for sure. Like, you have a start date. Like, you're hired, and they want to know when you can start. Be like, well, I'm, I'm putting my notice in now. I can start in like, you know, two weeks from Monday. Okay, cool. Like my current job. I uh, was leaving the previous contractor to come over here, and uh, <clears throat> too many, too many big changes that were happening with the previous contractor that a lot of us didn't like. I mean, a lot of people were leaving. <laughs> oh, apologies, guys. Woke up today, kind of feel like I had a touch, like had that where you feel like you got a uh, touch of a cold. So like, so uh, yeah, I just had to pause. And, Take a sip, because that's another inspiration for why I wanted to go ahead and do this episode tonight, because I figured, even though I'm, I'm feeling okay, I'm, you know, kind of worried if I, what if I feel worse tomorrow, like if it's a little bit harder to talk, so I thought, well, I'll go ahead and get this episode out of the way, that way, by the time I got to record for the next, for the following two, because that's been my routine lately, as you guys have probably noticed, I'm, you know, try to get those episodes recorded ahead of time so that way you can schedule them so they're always posting now between uh, 5 and 6 p.m. Central Time on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I figure if I, you know, I really don't want to slack off and, you know, you know, have them not happen. So try to keep up with it and stuff. So it's all about moving forward, you know, try to, try to keep going, you know. But, um, so I learned, you know, that's a lesson that we've told our, our kids, you know. My youngest isn't working a job quite yet, she's only 15, but our oldest, we told her, you know, that was a big lesson we told her before she started working. We're like, when you start a job, if you get a better job, don't leave your, don't leave your previous job until you have a, a, a start date for your, your new job. You know, because you don't want to be without a job, you want to go transition from one job to the next, you know, not have a break in employment, you know, so you can keep your paychecks rolling in, keep the income, you know. So, um, so back to the, you know, topic of weight of the world, the inspiration for that is kind of, I know a lot of you guys out there, and women too, I know there's women breadwinners out there. Uh, those of us that are like the major breadwinners in the house that we make the the higher income in the house we're the ones that maybe we're covering the bulk of the bills I know some households are able to split it in 50 where the both the wife and the husband or you know or both spouses I should say to keep it you know gender neutral <laughs> both spouses both partners I should say you know I'm trying guys can you tell <laughs> but uh, both partners both spouses 
split the stuff, split all the, the responsibilities, the bills, or whatever. So neither room has to do, you know, has to take on the bulk of the stuff. But in my in my, you know, my relationship with my wife, we've been married. I think going on 17 years coming up in the next like I don't know four months. I think I gotta look at that. I gotta. It's one of those where you're doing the math in your head. I'm like, yeah, I think it's like four months. I think. And uh, we've both, you know, both of us have had jobs. You know, we both been a two-income household, but I, uh, I've always been the main one trying to, you know, trying to keep everything afloat. You know, like she covers like food and stuff like that, and I, I cover food as well, but also the bulk of everything. You know, majority of the the main bills, electric. Uh, car, like my my car payment or car payment insurance, you know, um, electric, you know, I'm the one always making the phone calls, trying to try to keep things, you know, trying to make arrangements to keep things going, you know, which is which is, you know, which is fine. I've been doing it, you know, I'm used to it, but it kind of, it, as some of you might be, a lot of you might be able to relate. It's one of those situations where I was joking with my <laughs> with a friend of mine earlier. I was like, I was like, if I could do a Facebook meme or like a picture, like a po post a picture or something on Facebook to kind of illustrate what life a lot of times feels like for me as the major breadwinner is, uh, it would be a picture of a of a person walking hunched over in a big ass boulder, like on their back. You know, they're just walking, carrying that, that the weight of that boulder. And, uh, you know, for the most part, it's fine, but there, there's times where, you know, it, it's really heavy. Like, hell, I feel like I'm crawling sometimes, crawling on the ground trying to carry that weight because it's so damn heavy. And at other times, you know, it might have a little bit more come in, and so it doesn't, the weight, that weight doesn't feel quite so heavy. Most weeks, though, that's not the case. Usually, I'm, I'm you know, just walking very slow, got the my knees bent, you know, Making sure to to lift with my legs, you know, so that I don't injure myself carrying all this weight or whatever. And the reason why I'm, the reason for that kind of um, analogy, I guess, I don't know. But the, you know, the reason for that kind of description, that kind of vision for you guys is the uh, the job opportunity that my wife was going for. Like I said, it was for another, it was like a, it was like, I think it was like an executive pastry chef position over two restaurants. So she was going to have a team under, but like right now she basically, she is the only pastry chef at her current work, at her, the restaurant she works at. She's been there four and a half, five years and basically, you know, everything's on her. Like she has to do literally all the desserts, cake, donuts, um, pastries, pies, everything. She does everything there. Her, her boss, the actual chef, the chef that's over her, he, you know, he does, he might do some of those, but basically she does like 99% of them. And if she is sick one day or like if she can't come in or we take a vacation, literally it's the chef, that, the main chef that has to come in and actually do the stuff. Although we went on vacation up to Kansas you know, about a month back in October. Uh, he had her. We were gonna go, be gone for a whole week, and I guess he didn't. Want, he didn't want to have to come in to do it. So one of the hostesses, he had my wife. Um, the chef had my wife 
uh, train one of the hostesses on what she does as far as all the desserts and whatnot. So, it, 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 the training, it didn't go very well. It didn't seem like it was going very well, and she wasn't really seeming like she was paying attention. And there's one or two days, literally, she didn't even show up to work. I actually texted my wife instead of the actual chef, who's her, who's her boss. And basically texted my wife, was like, oh, by the way, um, uh, I, 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 yeah, I was out partying last night, and I can't make it in. And she's like, oh. Okay, well, you realize, like, I'm leaving, like, tomorrow, and it's all you for the next week, so I hope I hope you got this. I hope you know what you're doing. <laughs> and we were joking around when we were on vacation about how, about, uh, how, uh, my wife was going to get a phone call while we were on vacation, going to get a phone call or a text, like, oh my god, it's chaos, like, she forgot this, or she messed this up, or... She never got any calls or texts. We don't know. We were like, she never heard anything. So we're assuming everything went okay. Or if things did get messed up, her boss just didn't like literally told, told everybody, don't say anything to like, don't message her. Leave her alone. She's on vacation. So they like, okay, you know. But um, but the complaint my wife has had with her work is it's like a it's like a glass ceiling. Like she's you know she's gotten pay raises. You know she's come up. So she's a lot better there than she was when she started. I think when she started, it was like $14, $15 an hour. And just come up, you know, decent amount from that. But it's still not, you know. But, you know, it's one of those things. Like, um, she's, being that she's the only patient chef, she's actually approached her boss and asked him, like, is there any possibility of a salary or, like, coming, like, taking on because she already does like a lot of some of the management roles that she that have to be done and usually it's she's the one that's there early in the morning so she ends up having to take having to take care of a few of these things or like a handful of these things and basically she's not getting paid any extra for taking care of those things it's not her job like she actually her job is the pastry side and uh yeah she's got these extra things that she's doing and not getting any extra compensation for it or whatever. So she's approached him asking, like, is there any way, like, can I get a, a salary? Like, like, you know, can you bump me up? You know, I'll work the extra hours. Can I get, like, up to, like, 50K a year? You know, and, you know, I'll do I'll do whatever extra you need me to do. And he's like, well, I don't think we can put it in the budget. I don't know. Not to mention there's, a, you know, an issue with, a like, a non-English-speaking coworker that uh, I guess has done some uh, inappropriate uh, advances. And, you know, my wife has actually gone to their, you know, she's reported it and basically has been told, oh, it's probably a language barrier and stuff like that, and, you know. And so he's, he hasn't done anything about it. Like, supposedly, we'd all go talk to him. I've actually commented to her, she told me about it. I was like, do you want me to go talk to your boss about it? This is bullshit. She goes, no, please don't. Like, okay. Like, do you want me to go confront the guy that's doing the shit? She's like, no, please don't. <laughs> I was like, cause I will. I was like, I'll show up at your work and beat the, beat the living crap out of him, you know. I cut him off at the knees or something, you know. It was like, you know, kick him in the balls like half dozen times or whatever. Let him, all right, now you gotta think about this here. Are you gonna keep doing it? Oh, sir. Oh, man. No, senor. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Um, 
So I've been I've been suggesting for a while that she try to find something something else. You know, like I was like, if you're if you're not happy where you're where you're at, if you're, you can't make any more money where you're at, you want to you know you feel like you work more, which that's understandable. You know, go find something else. And so that's that's you know what she tried to do. She well, the funny thing about that is, and you know, this, my in-laws are gonna get a kick out of this if you guys end up. Um, jumping on this podcast whatever, which I don't know maybe you will maybe you won't I'm sure I'll hear about it if you guys do because I know there's the earlier episodes back in the like early 30s like the 32 33 something like that I don't know there's a couple episodes where I talked about the situation that was that had gone on with my daughter you know my oldest and uh, you know her older sibling from another uh, another dad that basically when they moved to Kansas and all that drama you know might hear this podcast to see hear those episodes and be like you shouldn't talk about that you should delete them I'm, I'm not deleting those episodes so i was like they're already on there i was like i'd have to literally re-record like upload you know upload and replace those those episodes whichever one i don't even know which ones they are and so i wasn't front with my daughter though i told her that if you ever i was like i don't expect you're going to i said but i have a podcast out there and i said there was you know a few episodes i did talk about you and eli or whatever you know not too much, didn't go into detail too much, but I did talk about you guys and the situation. So I'm just letting you know. But ever since like early 30s, as far as the episode number, it's not, you know, obviously because she's back, her grandson are back home with us. So obviously it's not an issue. It's not something that's going on anymore. They're not talking, whatever. So, so you know, it's all good. You know, we moved forward. We're, we're moving on, but I'm not going to go back and delete those episodes or change them because I'm like, like I said, I'm going to keep it real with you guys. To be upfront and honest with you, I'm not going to, you know, and I'm not going to, you know, I did update earlier, like I, I think it was when I was like in the early 20s, like episode 20, 22, 25. I think at that point I did actually go back and I, I you know, updated episodes. I didn't change them or I didn't uh, delete them or re-record them but what I did was I went back and I cleaned them up you know since I when I first started I was pretty new didn't have any <laughs> I'd never done a podcast before didn't know what the hell I was doing and I'll admit I'm, my episodes are still not as good as like some of the ones I listen to them you know currently they're like amazing you know I can only dream maybe the, some of those uh those hosts that actually are making money with their their podcast and stuff, maybe they'll come across mine. But actually, I mean, I know he's not working. He's actually pretty good. Like, oh, cool, awesome. Somebody cares. Somebody knows. <laughs> you know, hey, if I get, you know, even one person that says, I really like this podcast, you know, I don't know how many of you are listening. You know, it shows how many downloads I have and stuff like that. But I don't, you know, but so those of you that have been with me since the beginning, I just want you to know I really appreciate it. I, I know you could have better things to do with your time, but instead you're here hanging out with me, so I really appreciate you. <laughs> so, but uh, anyway, so one of the funny things about recommending to my wife that she should go find, like, look on, I was like, look on Indeed, try to find something, like, try to find something, um, or something else, something that, you know, you might be happier doing, might be better pay, whatever, might get paid weekly, maybe have better benefits because the, the, the health insurance and a current job really sucks. So when I started with my current job, literally I, I told her keep your dental and vision where you're at, but 
but I've got, I'm covering all of us with medical in mind because my insurance is a hell of a lot better. And I was like, I'll cover us because I can cover the entire family for not that bad per, per week. Previous employer was like 300 something dollars a week if I wanted to cover all of us. And the insurance wasn't that great. And I, I was like, no, that's too much money per week. Especially when you guys are covering shit. So I paid 50 a week to cover myself and I had her cover her, her and my youngest, you know, on hers. But now with the current one, it's like 150 per week for me to cover me and everybody else. I was like, I can live with that. That's fine, you know. Because if three or four of us, if I leave more right now, it's me, my wife, my youngest. Because I would have added my, my oldest on my health insurance. But when she moved back, literally open enrollment was the week before. So I had already filled everything out and enrolled. And then she came, she came back trying to get her covered with the state, you know, so she can actually get into the doctor and have things taken care of because it's a medical issue she has to get addressed. And dental issues and stuff like that. But I can't add her on my plan because I've already passed up an enrollment. So I tried. I tried to call them and ask them, like, hey, is it possible to add my oldest on there? Uh, they're like, well, we need, like, a cancellation letter from Kansas showing that she, that her coverage was canceled and then we can get her covered. She never got that cancellation letter or whatever, so I basically am like, ah, well. So, I even asked her today, I said, so when do you, because she's, you know, it's like, at your current job, like, is it 90 days when you get, uh, you're able to get benefits? She said, yeah, I'm like, so when you get the, uh, when you get the option for some health insurance, I wouldn't pass on it, I would, you know, and she's like, well, the state should, like, 10 care should come through before then, I hope. And I'm like, yeah, hopefully, you know. But, so, I was recommending to my wife that she, uh, you know, look online, try to find something, look, look at what other jobs are out there. I said, there's other, there's probably other chefs, logistics out there, you know, something might be happier. And she looked online a little bit, yeah, there's these couple of options, but I don't know, I'm very loyal, I'm, I'm thinking about just staying, I'm thinking, okay, you're the one complaining that you're about basically sexual harassment at your job it doesn't happen all the time but it sounds like it does happen enough like it's happened a handful of times but the guy walked by her kind of like passed by her and basically grab her and she's like um she's got her hands in dough because she's you know making desserts and whatnot and she can't exactly eat. i said you should turn one of these days when he does that you should turn around and basically like just just deck him even if you have dough in your hand just punch him in the nose try to file assault charges you'd be like look if you want to file those charges i'll file charges against for like some sexual assault you know or something but you know it felt like i was getting blown off because um you know she keeps saying well i'm just loyal but i'm not i'm not sure okay well i'm not gonna push it you can you can do what you want if you want to if you want to leave if you want to stay that's up to you. You know, you're the one that's unhappy with the job. I'm not gonna. It's not my decision. So, but then uh, she, she was talking to her moms. Yeah, I said moms, plural. She's adopted, and we she reconnected with her birth mom when she was 18. So we have a relationship with that side of the family, as well as her adopted side of the family. So both her moms, when she was talking to them, telling her how she wants to move up, move like basically move up. You know, like she wants to. Um, um, get paid more, she wants to, uh, you know, uh, like 
make more money, move up the chain, whatever, but she can't because, like, there's, it's not in the budget for them or whatever else. They're like, well, if you're not if you're not happy, you end with a sexual harassment thing, you know, you should definitely look at other jobs. And so all of a sudden, my wife was seriously putting in that, like, looking into those other jobs and was like, I'm thinking of applying for that steakhouse position, you know, because it says the salary is like, you know, Five, or it's like fifty thousand to seventy-five thousand. I said, "Well, that's actually." Let's see, hold on. What the hell happened here? Holy crap! Boom. So, <laughs> a truck from the coming the other direction. Cause there's a truck in the ditch, like facing us, laying on side. So I, I guess it was coming from the other direction. Went off on the road, and I'm, I'm like. I didn't see what kind of truck it was. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a truck from earlier because on my way up, this is something I thought about doing this podcast about tonight, but I thought, well, no, I'll do the, the Way of the World one, but I'll tell you guys about it a little bit. On the way up, when I was coming up 57 towards uh, the Farina Drop, uh, there was a truck that passed me, and then I saw them, you know, I was behind them for quite a while because they were, they were a little bit faster. They would pass other trucks, and I was noticing that they're they're like weaving all over the road. Like going like they'd be passing somebody, they would go off on the left shoulder a little bit. You'd hear the the, the rumble strips. And you know, they get back on the road again, then back on the side of the road again. And then back on the road, I'm going, what the fuck's this guy up to? And then they they get past him, they get over the right lane, and they go off, they, they end up drifting off completely on the shoulder where only like maybe a foot of their truck was on the lane. And then they go back in the traffic lane, they drift back on the shoulder again. And I'm like, this guy's probably watching a freaking movie out here. You know, probably got his phone up on. I've seen, you know, not, I mean, it's not all like cars and trucks. I've seen it both where a vehicle in general, like a semi or a car, pass me. And they got the, and they got the, the phone on the mount, which is, you know, that's a good thing. But you can clearly see there's like a video or something, like a movie or something going. And they're, you know, they're they're driving. They got like Netflix going, and I'm like, really, dude, really? I mean, yeah, I mean, if it's right there, you can easily like just pay, kind of like out of the corner of your eye, pay attention. But then you're not paying attention to the road 100 percent because your eyes are looking over at the phone to watch the show or whatever. It's like this is why, as a trucker, <laughs> I mean, I I can do videos, but. As a trucker, it's like I would rather like I, it's much easier for me to, to talk, as you guys can see. Now. We're like episode 49 now, you know, almost at that milestone, that episode 50. But um, you know, that's why I I love doing what I do. I love being a podcast host because it's so much easier to jump on here and record and just talk. Like I don't know if I'd ever, <laughs> I really don't know if I'd ever want to do a a YouTube channel where you're on video and you. Some of the ones where they're they're in a suit and tie as they're on video and they're talking about whatever they're talking about. I mean, I'm not, but I could like literally as a podcast host, you're you know you're hearing me talk about whatever topic. I could literally be sitting here, you know, I could like if I'm doing it at home, I could be sitting sitting at home butt naked and just doing a podcast episode. You guys would have no idea. Again, I'm not, but you know, it's like when they say like a lot of those Zoom calls people would do when they're doing the Zoom meetings. Like during COVID and whatever, and still, I guess they still do those now. Because a lot of people were still work from home. They would have like 
like a like a suit or something on the top, but then be like, I'm in my boxer shorts, but I just have my upper half. I have a suit tied because that's what's on video. I'm like, yeah, but what happens if on video you go to stand up to do something, and all of a sudden they're like, oh my god, you're not wearing pants. <laughs> so anyway, guys, rambled on, got a little bit of you know, a little bit of a ramble there when I'm talking slightly, but you know how it is, guys. You know how it is. But uh, so. You know, her, <laughs> both her moms told her, yeah, you should, you should totally look for another job if you're not happy. Like, if you can't make any more money where you're at, you know, if you're stuck, if you're not able to get any higher than where you are, and you have the issue where your boss isn't taking care of, isn't talking to the guy, or, you know, they, they had something happen with another, another guy who was like a, who was the sous chef. I heard was always like drinking on the job and apparently he was, you know, sexually harassing the women and staff members and I guess at some point they got rid of him and they had a meeting and they told everybody, hey, if anything like that happens, come to us. So this has been happening and she's gone to him. I don't know if it's happened recently. I know there was a little while back, probably within the past couple of weeks, I know she came home and said it happened again. What, the, the, the Spanish, the uh, Mexican dude or whatever it is, you know, Hispanic guy that doesn't speak English, like, do something, he's like, she, yeah, like, and just talk to chef, she was like, yeah, I try to talk to him, you know, same thing, like, oh, okay. but, so her mom's tell her, you should, you should, you know, you should definitely go for this other, like, look at that steakhouse position, or try, so all of a sudden, she's applying, and she told me that she was, well, mom, and like, like, both moms, you know, highly suggested that I go ahead and, you know, look at other jobs. And so I'm, I'm, I'm de indeed right now. I'm looking and I'm looking at these, these other jobs. I'm going to go ahead and get the application in. And I'm thinking, I've been recommending that, like, you look online for the past couple months because I'm the one that hears about it when you come home and you're upset. And, you know, it's fine. I'm there. That's, you know, we're partners. Like, we both vent about our day, whatever. Well, when I'm giving, when I'm giving you a suggestion as your husband, <laughs> And it's like, okay. But then your, your, your parents gave you the same suggestion. All of a sudden, well, they recommend it. I'm going to do it. Okay. You know. <laughs> That's like, huh. So I was telling the... I was telling the... Uh, uh, one of the other team drivers from uh, Minnesota. I was telling him when I was chatting with him the other day. I was like, because we're, you know, we're both, we're, we're all hooked up and I'm, you know, doing my dispatch. I'm out there taking photos or whatever with the connections and stuff like that. And he walks up, we're talking. And uh, I'm telling him, basically, I'm like, yeah, you know, I recommended the same exact thing, but as soon as, like, her, her parents tell her, all of a sudden she's doing it. He's like, that's, you know, that's husbands for you. You know, we recommend things and they ignore us or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess, you know. But then his, his wife, she was like, usually that's that's the issue I have with him. Like, I'm telling him things, and then he doesn't do it. Somebody else says it, he doesn't. And I'm like, that's funny shit. But I'm like, for me, it's I'm recommending it to her, and then her parents recommend it, you know. Oh, well. <laughs> that's just how it is, I guess. But so she goes into this long, so the, you know, when I talked about, like, um, long-ass interview processes, um, you know, she had a different person that she taught that she went met up with every week, it seemed like. In the past, like, month and a half, there's probably, like, six people that she talked to. And then it was, and then it was, like, two weeks of waiting for her to, to go in there. And I guess, because if everything went well with all the interviews, then they were going to go in there, she had to cook for them, do some, some 
desserts or whatever for, for a couple of uh, chefs to try and you know they can judge her and you know see what they think and blah, blah. you know she's been doing this a while so the stuff she makes it's really good you know it's like helps the things that she made for them she made it home first had me try it she had the kids try it that, that's what we thought if we thought it'd be good and we were all like that's really good actually that's you know, like, do you think it'd be good enough for the, the, the tasting? And I'm like, yeah. I'll, I told her, I was like, after this long of an interview process, the fact they've taken the, they've taken the, uh, uh, the listing down off Indeed, I said, I'm pretty sure by now they probably just want to make sure that you can do it, that you can make the desserts, you know, because I'm sure it's not going to, hopefully they're not expecting it to be perfect when you go in there. So, she goes through all the interview steps, you know, hurry up and wait. And she'd get a call each week, like, hey, I wanted to have you talk to someone, so uh, what day works best for you? And she'd go in and talk to them, and it, it would go well. They're like, yeah, this is really great. It seems like it would be a good fit, good fit for you. And then, of course, the next one, same thing. I'd go in there, talk to them for an hour or whatever, and they would ask her a bunch of questions. She'd answer, and, you know, and, oh, yeah, well, I think, I think actually you're going to do really well here. So then they schedule her, they finally schedule her for the tasting. She, has to come, she had to come in there and use their kitchen, which she'd never cooked in before. Equ equipment she'd never used before, you know, different settings and stuff like that, you know. Like, if you're used to how things are, like if you're doing something in your own kitchen or the place where you work the past couple of years, then it's easy for you to know what to do, you know. So she went in there this week and actually did what they call the sage, which basically is, that's what they call the tasting. You know, she'd go in there and cook for them. And um, I don't know how many judges, I don't know how many chefs there were. I think there was like three or four. But one of them was kind of a hard ass, I guess. Kind of asked her, I guess, they tried the, it's like a pumpkin cheesecake that she made little small versions of. And, you know, it, the crust didn't come out quite right. And he, he asked her, so are you are you satisfied with the end result of this dessert? And she's like, well, no. You know, because I looked crust didn't come out the way I was hoping and that's kind of you know so I'm not happy about that but otherwise yeah I think everything came out good it's just the crust okay you know and so I thought well you know and it, it took a couple days so they're like we're gonna let you know like we'll get back to you whatever and she was messaging the recruiter they're like hey you know like a timeline like how long does this take you know I'm not trying to rush it I just I'm curious and then he's like yeah I'll find out and I said oh you'll know by Thursday so this morning, I, you know, you know, I meet up with her because I, I got delayed last night because of the fact that, you know, the, um, I had, uh, you know, someone else in my truck. They didn't get back till six o'clock. So, so basically, um, I got home late enough that she and I were able to chat for a minute before she left work and then I went up to go to bed and uh, you know when I tried to wake up at like 2pm that was when I, I felt like the scratchy throat not crap coming down with a cold you know glanced on my phone briefly after my alarm went off noticed it I had a text from my wife that basically said it was a no I was like fuck so Fell back. I didn't respond. I fell back asleep. Realized what time it was at four o'clock. Got up and started getting ready for work and all that fun stuff. But so basically, they didn't give. There's no feedback at all. She just got a phone call from the recruiter saying, "Yeah, they just they said they decided that after the tasting, they're going to go in a different direction." 
I was like, or they weren't going to move forward with it. I'm like, huh. And she asked him, like, do they have any, like, feedback for me or whatever? He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. Because, like, you put me, you put her through this damn near two-month-long process where six, probably five or six interviews. Every, every one of them, you know, she went in, passed the flying colors, then you bring her in to, to cook for you in your restaurant that she's never been in before. And, you know, I, I joked with her. I said, when, when she got off from work, I was like, damn, love, sorry, you know. So, yeah, I cried for a bit when it happened, but I was trying to, now I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to give myself projects to you know, focus on so I don't focus on that. But I said, yeah, well, it's understandable. I said, well, I was like, the sad part is they were probably, you know, they're probably looking for somebody who's like a celebrity chef that has like 20 years experience. You know, 20 years of being an executive chef or whatever. You know, it's probably one contest, you know, got on like Chopped, Food Network and whatever. Somebody is basically well known as like, you're, look, like you're, then advertise that if that's what you're looking for. Like we want to be able to make all-star stuff. She does, I mean, she, like I said, she's a, she's great at what she does, you know? And it's like, <laughs> Part of me, I'm not gonna lie. When I was driving up to my swap today, I was thinking to myself, like, I would love to send a letter to that steakhouse, basically tell them because, like, we had total plans to go try them out. They're expensive, though. I looked at the menu; they got look, sounds like they got really great steaks. Like, the, the sushi place sounds like it's really good. They got this. Uh, they got this. Uh, they call it a uh, tomahawk tomahawk steak that's like 40 I think it's like 45 or 48 ounces and it's a big steak and out you know it's like 150 bucks and i joked with the wife saying like well if we were to go up there for dinner i was like how the hell we could go up with me you and the girls and salad you know and the grandkid we could just get that tomahawk steak and then order sides and we could split that steak, and we'd probably all, we'd still probably, like, I'm sure they're, because I could easily eat 60 ounces, 60 to 20. And the wife, she usually does, like, a six. So, like, you figure, if I did, let's say I did 20, like, 18 to 20 ounces, and then they, they each did, like, a six ounce, or whatever, uh, they could, um, that still would be, less than the 40, 48, and still be steak left over. You know, then we'd have a little bit from the grandson that we could cut up right So like, I would totally do it. Now I'm like, eh, I don't, I mean, even though that, I would love to try him, but after the whole interview thing and her going through that test, and there's, you know, basically it's like, all right, you wasted a lot, like you put her through a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, crap, like a, you know, a lot of interviews and, wasted time and whatever and basically made you know it's one of those it's like when i went through my four or five interviews for the one company basically thought by that point okay you've interviewed me four times and you're telling me things are going well you know make sure like i I mean i must be shooing and then well actually we've decided all right bunch of dicks all right you know so I, I almost want to send the steakhouse a letter basically tell them like look like you wasted you wasted my wife's time you know, like, you didn't even give her a chance. Like, yeah, you had her come in and cook for you guys, but I don't know what you guys were looking for, like, perfection. You know, from somebody who has never cooked in your kitchen before. And, you know, like, what you guys should have done is given her the job. 
you know, see how it goes for six months or a year or whatever. You know, because she can do the job. And see, you know, and then let her grow while she's there. But, you know, they, they went a different direction. So I kind of want to be like, look, like, I was planning to try your place out, but you guys kind of, I feel like you guys probably lost, lost customers because, you know, I'm not appreciative of the way that you guys went about you know, the process like it's almost like she it's almost like my wife probably didn't really have much of a chance anyway like based on how the, the sage went you know where it sounded like the every like everything came out good except for like the crust on the one thing and you know they i don't know what they were looking for or what they didn't like or what why they decided to go a different route but you know i'm like well i have no intention of trying a restaurant now because uh, you guys kind of pissed me off and that kind of takes me back to the, the weight of the world uh, topic for today. You know, being the breadwinner, carrying, having that, carrying that boulder. You know, not gonna lie, like, I, like after all these interviews and stuff, I thought, like, me and the wife, we both, we were talking about. She's all excited. She's like, get paid weekly. It's like sixty thousand dollars salary. So that's gonna be like really awesome. And I'm like, yeah, you're gonna be up there a lot closer to what I make. So you know, we can tackle the bills together. And so it would be, you know, um, have a little, I could have, I could breathe a little bit easier. So it would be all on me like it is majority anyway. And, uh, you know, we can actually probably tackle, start tackling down the debts a little easier, get our, get, a, get ourselves qualified to get a house sooner. There's a lot of things we were talking about and stuff, but, you know, here, then this, you know, it all happened and so in my mind I'm thinking like I don't obviously I'm not upset with my wife at all because she did <laughs> she did everything she was supposed to do you know did all the interviews went above and beyond she spent like the last two weeks before that sage trying to come up with a different she had to do like three desserts so she spent the last two weeks basically trying out different things at home and trying to come up with things that she thought would be the best desserts to do for the judges, for the chefs. And it, it still wasn't enough. So it's like, you know. Uh, so we're back to, I don't know if she's gonna, if she's still gonna consider trying to find something better to leave her current job. Cause now she's talking to, cause they, her current, her current boss, the chef at her current restaurant, they are opening another restaurant. I guess they talked to her a while back about the possibility of her being kitchen manager for that other restaurant, you know, taking on extra responsibility, maybe get paid, being able to get paid more. I don't know if she'd stay doing what she currently does or if she'd switch solely over to that other restaurant. And she wasn't going to pursue that, but I guess today she, she ran into them at Walmart, her, the shit that her two bosses, the chef and his husband or whatever. And, uh, you know, they uh, just talked to him and was like, hey, can we, can we actually have that conversation about the possibility of me being your kitchen manager here at the restaurant? He's like, yeah, he's not a good day, but yeah, we can totally, totally have that conversation. She said, cool. All right, you know. So I guess she's looking, right now she's looking at, all right, well, let me see if there's anything I can do while staying, working for them, they can make things better. And I'm like, I would still look at other jobs elsewhere, you know, because, but, you know, it's her job. It's what she wants to do. It just, like, for me, it went back to, great. All right, I'm going to be still handling everything. This is awesome. 
I mean, I'll do it. It's what I do. It's what I've been doing. You know. But all I could do. That's why I was telling my friend today. You know, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep keep on with the current plan. Keep doing what I do, and I'm gonna keep putting money away weekly over to the uh, you know the the local bank account, the Bank of America accounts that I have the checking and savings. I'm gonna start building those up. Start you know building the savings or building the checking to start knocking out different things that we gotta do like take care of one car and take care of the other car as far as like for repairs and whatnot <laughs> and then start you know get a, a certain amount saved up and every time it hits at a certain amount go on the credit report knock out a couple of debts a couple of collections you know and work our way up to the you know where because I know there's on our that's a great thing like you know, when we were talking to a mortgage specialist, probably about three or four years back, he ran our credit, and I was asking, like, all right, like, based on what you see, what would we have to do in order for you to get, like, approve me for a uh, VA loan? And he's like, well, like, he got, he, he highlighted, like, he printed off a report, and he highlighted, like, four, like, I think it was, like, five collections. It wasn't even $2,000 worth of collections like five or six collections one, some of them were like 100 there's like one that was 300 one that was like 600 and i was like all right you know he was if you knock these out if you get rid of these those five like knocking out those five collections those that those items off or be reported as paid full off your credit or whatever would jump your score enough to uh where i could i could get you approved I'm like really okay so i know there's not a lot that we have to do we just have a bunch of little stuff you know, on the credit report. So I could probably pay $2,000 of just my credit report alone and probably knock out 10 items, 15 items, possibly. <laughs> Maybe not 15, probably more like 10. And my score will probably, you know, dramatically go up pretty quick or whatever. But either way, that's that's the plan. That was the plan before she was gonna go do the, the tasting for the potential job. And, um, you know, so that's all, that's all I can do is I'm just going to keep carrying that weight as best I can and keep moving forward, you know, but getting feeling that touch of the cold today, it's like, I thought to myself halfway up there to swap, I thought, man, I was like, all the stress, man, it's freaking making me sick, you know, got the flu bug back in early October, then about a month later, we each, the stomach virus hit and everybody got it, and then of course now I'm getting, you know, I'm like, last couple days the wife is coughing up a storm and uh sniffling and whatever and i thought i was good then of course today i'm waking up going crap i'm like man i don't like i mean but i guess it's, like every year i guess it's not too uncommon to you know get the colds or whatever it's just normally i'm pretty good about not getting sick but lately it's like man three times of coming under the, under the weather in a matter of two months it's like crap you know but I know things will eventually get easier. You know how it is. It's like that's why I'm always with my friend Kirsten. I'm like, look, all we can do is keep pushing forward. You know, uh, baby steps. Do what you got to do. Whatever we can do, what we got to do, and try to just make things happen as best we can. Even if it takes a while to do it, we got to just keep keep doing it. Keep, you know, especially if you're religious like us, you know, pray about it, or you know, if you believe in the manifestation and meditation. You know, do that like where you're visualizing what you want you're, you're look, seeing it in your mind's eye and you're, you're you know you're being thankful for it and you're being 
showing gratitude for that dream that you plan to make happen. You know, anything you gotta do to, to push forward and stuff, gotta do it, you know. So, anyway, y'all, you know, sorry to, I didn't, I didn't plan, you know how I say a lot of episodes I didn't actually plan to actually go this long, but, you know, a lot of content for you guys. So, I mean, I hope it, I hope you guys found some value in it. If you're new to this podcast, I always say feel free to go back to episode one and catch up if you want to. Otherwise, of course, welcome aboard. Those of you that have been with me since the beginning, like I said earlier, I appreciate you. You know, uh, please like and follow. Tell your friends, you know. Um, share this podcast on your different platforms if you want to. You know, like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you know, uh, Twitter. Or X, I guess, is what it's now. <laughs> I get a kick out of that, you know. Back to Twitter is now X when it first popped up on my, uh, you know, when I got that uh, Twitter alert, and literally it just popped up as X. And I said, what the hell? And I was like, what the hell? Oh, Twitter is now X. That's interesting. <laughs> so, eh. It's all good. It's still a good platform. <laughs> but, uh,. I'm not gonna lie, look at that The owner, the owner of Twitter for X, you know. Not gonna lie, I, I wish I uh, was as uh, doing as well as that guy is. He's, he's, that guy, man, doesn't have to worry about crap. But I know he's, he's you know, when he did the uh, the Teslas, you know, it's like, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos, you know. I remember back when uh, Amazon was just the literally the books online or whatever. Order books, you can order the ebooks, and now look at what Amazon is now. Like, you can order anything. <laughs> There's a, a video I came across on TikTok that was funny as hell. It was like literally showed an Amazon Prime truck. Like, because I guess traffic was stopped, and the Amazon Prime truck was going off into the, the grass on the right side cutting across to the service ramp and getting over there and literally there's a song like Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos come on Jeffrey you can do come on Jeff put your back into it tell us why, show us how look at where you came from, look at you now I was like, I, I sat there for like 10 minutes and let that on repeat <laughs> and I'm like eh. then cars are following them off in there or whatever cause you know gotta get that, gotta get that free delivered <laughs> so Anyway, y'all, you know, hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode, and I hope everybody had a great day tonight, you guys had a good week, Um, and of course, like, a good week, you know, but not too much fun on the weekend, you know, because I know this will post on uh, Thursday, I already got the one for Tuesday done, you know, so you guys, by the time you see this one, that one will have already posted. But keep on keeping on, you know, keep pushing forward. You know, if you're the breadwinner or the major breadwinner like I am and stuff, and you're carrying that the weight of the world on your back, you know, I like to say it'll get easier eventually. You know, just gotta keep going. Like, gotta keep, you gotta keep making the steps towards your dreams. Like, like I don't believe, this is, this is my thoughts, guys. This is how my personal opinion. But I don't believe that any of us should just go to work and come home and rinse and repeat and basically you know do that but not do anything else and say well eventually it's gonna get better you know this is this is this isn't how it's gonna be forever 
well, if, if that's like if you're not doing it, making any other taking action in any other way, like you're just literally just going to work and coming home, like well, eventually things can get easier. Well, how? Like you're doing the same stuff every day, like you're not. What is what is that? Uh, that would make me think like the definition of insanity, you know, where you do the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Like, well, if I just work at my job for the next 30 years, I can stay in the same position and. I show up every day, you know, that things are eventually going to get better. How are they going to get better, though, if, if what you're doing 20 years from now is still the same thing as what you're doing today? You know, that's why that's why I'm always telling my kids and I'm telling, like, you know, the friends that I talk to, like, the, you know, Kirsten, for instance. I'm like, I tell them, I'm like, look, I was like, when you don't, like, don't leave one job and take another job paying less. You know, move like when you want to move forward, you want to go from one job to another. That other job has to be step up. Like, gotta be more pay, better benefits. So, you know, you know, versus like leave one like like what my oldest did before she left. She went from one job working forty, actually she was doing a double on one of one of the days. She's doing like fifty hours, and getting really good checks. She's making really good money every two weeks because of that all the hours she's putting in. Um, but then she, she cut back at that job to half her hours and then took a part-time job at a liquor store and was only getting like two days there a week. So her overall income between both jobs went down. She was working almost every day, you know, because of the fact that she cut back and then she went to a job that wasn't really giving her much hours. And I told her, I was like, Allie, you did the wrong thing. You shouldn't do that. Like, you should just, like, you don't take a second job you know to make less overall like usually when somebody takes on an extra job they want they want more income not less you know because i did that before where when i was in the firehouse in the, uh, the military i would be on duty for 24 hours and that would be off duty for 24 hours and then every six shifts we had what we call a kelly day which is basically you had the regular 24 hours off and then your kelly day was basically one of your regular shifts um one of, your, one of the days you would normally work, um, you would have that day off. And then you'd have your, the next day you'd have your, again, your 24 hours off. So basically every six shifts, you'd have three days off. Loved it. I love that schedule. I mean, I would, I would work the schedule now if I could, you know, work one, have one day on, have one day off, and do that for probably about like a week or so. And then like all of a sudden I would have my day off and then I'd have my regular shift off and then I'd have my regular day off again come back to work again i was like oh man that was great i loved it just like you know when i worked at a call center one of my first jobs i did 12 hour shifts i did i did four days we would do four days on and then i would literally have three days off in a row and i loved it you know yeah the day the days i worked it was like i basically went to work came home <laughs> would eat breakfast go to work you know, have lunch at work come home after my shift eat dinner go to bed did that for four days and then three days off I basically lived it up like oh this is great you know three full like 72 hours of not having to work this is great woohoo got the bypass of the way station it's funny they, they they pulled me in about two months back after all these months being out here and stuff and getting bypassed all of a sudden I got pulled in and said pull in and let's close okay so I pulled in and then uh when I went across the scale, or I went across the little scale, when you first drive, when you, when you first exit, there's a little scale you go across, 
and then you'll they'll notify you. They'll have a little sign that says bypass on the scale. Usually at that point you'll get a bypass. Because we're FedEx, we're not we're not heavy. Like we literally like we. I don't think I I don't I don't know if a FedEx truck has ever been eighty thousand pounds. You know, because a lot of the trailers like I'll be hauling one uh, fully loaded fifty three foot trailer and it'll be like. 15,000 pounds in the box versus like 485 that you probably have in there to be 80,000, you know. And I'll have, like right now, I have two, two pup trailers and they, I think I, when I saw the weights, I think one has like 4,000 and one has like 6,000 pounds in there. Like, yeah, you know. But, so, um, got a little distracted. <laughs> so, anyway, um, yeah, on that note, guys, I apologize. I literally was <laughs> passing the skill and getting the bypass or whatever. I kind of got distracted. I'm like, what was I talking about before? So, yeah. On that note, that's going to be my cue to go ahead and call it a day. But, hope everybody has a good night. Keep pushing forward. Keep believing. Uh, believe you can. Believe you will. And you're already halfway there. Don't quit, guys. You know, you can do anything you want to do. And, you know, we can't blame anyone else for where we're at. Like, if we're not happy where we're at, it's not anybody else's. It's not on anybody else. It's on us. You know, so if we're not willing to make a change, then it is what it is, you know. But, again, throw that email address out there. Um, Logitshowpodcast at gmail.com. If you guys have any suggestions on the topics you want me to cover, but tonight, actually, I was waiting on the, the team to come down. I, I did. I debated while I was there, like, because I had to wait for, like, maybe, like, 45 minutes. I thought, I wonder if I could do a topic on something that I'll just do a search on Google right now, find something interesting, and find the information about it, and do an actual topic about something other than just a random interesting topic. You know, find something, you know, shipwrecks, or, you know, some kind of, you know, something going on in the world, talk, talk about that or whatever, and have actual like, facts in front of me that I can talk about. But then I got, I got all of it. Like, I got a little sucked into TikTok. You know, I never do TikTok. You know, unless I'm, like, really bored or just, like, screw it. I'm just going to scroll for a minute. Well, tonight I scrolled for a little bit. But, uh, anyway, y'all, you know, I think I'm going to let you go with that. Um, sorry about the rambles. <laughs> and I actually had to do this part of this episode in two parts like this tail in here I realized I accidentally hit a button and it stopped after the TikTok part so I was like well crap at least I didn't screw it up entirely but hey you know I was like crap I just like, kind of screwed up the end there but anyway y'all uh, keep you know on that note I'm gonna let you guys go uh, you know keep being positive keep believing keep pushing forward you know if you're enjoying this uh, episode if you're enjoying you know, little tongue-tied if you're enjoying this podcast feel free to keep tuning in you know like follow share with your friends you know and uh i will see you guys again on episode 50 have a good one